Welcome back, Fantasy Kingdom, to the Fantasy Kings podcast. I am your host, Pease, joined with my co-host, Carlito. Say what up. What's up, Peasy? How you doing, everybody? Doing great, man. Hey, today we're back on our bullshit talking about <laughs> kings and jokers. This time we're going to be talking about the running back position. The running back, y'all. Y'all. If you don't know, you better ask somebody and catch up on some Denzel Washington movies. But with that being said, we're doing running backs, Kings, Jokers. Colin, why don't you start us off today? Who do you have as your first and what are they? Uh, My first king is going to be Nick Chubb at the running back five. He is a guy that I'm going after in as many drafts as I can. Um, I think I brought this up in one of the first episodes um, that we started was... I've just always admired the guy. I never get shares of him. Every time I watch him play, um, I have critical games, and he seems to be the running back that's just destroying me. So (laughs) this year, I don't think um, their team is really – I think they're going to get better because they have Deshaun Washington again, who as a king you know, in a previous episode. I think he's just going to open up more for him, and they didn't sign Kareem Hunt. So uh, I think he's just going to go off, and I'm happy to spend the money uh, as my first running back. That's an excellent point. You know, he's going as the RB5 right now overall. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, so I actually have a fun fact regarding Nick Chubb. He is one of two running backs to have gone over 1,000 yards rushing uh, rushing the last four years. Can you take a guess at the last person to rush 4,000 yards five years in a row? Jamal Charles. Nope. CJ2K. Chris Johnson back in 2013. So it's been a decade since someone's gone over a thousand yards five years in a row. So, I mean, that's just, I feel like he's due for a bit of a regression on that. Now, Kareem Hunt being gone is good, but I mean, there's still, I think there's, there's going to be someone in that backfield taking down some of the work. So I'm, he's, he's on the Joker side for me. I'm not going to say he's, you know, going to be a complete Joker, but at RB five capital, I'd rather go get somebody else, but you know that's just that's just my opinion. Yeah, and I get it. I mean, that makes sense, but no way. He's a king. Uh, He's just going to be riding that horse. All like, right, all right. If anyone's an expert at horse riding, it's you. <laughs> so, all right. So let's take it over to me. My next joker. I'm down on a lot of running backs. I don't know why, but I'm down a lot. The but, guy who loves the running back strategies, though. That's true. But a joke. Then my next joker pick is going to be Tony Pollard. Well, Pease, what are you talking about? Zeke's gone. Where? What is he talking about, folks? Well, what so, is he talking about? So Zeke is gone, and all reports out of Dallas where they want to run the ball, rest their defense, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's all fine and Danny. and Pollard had a baller season last year. The problem is he got hurt in the playoff game. He's coming off a late-season injury, and as we've seen time after time after time, with late-season injuries, it takes a while to get up to speed in the next season if they do it all. The one the, I mean, the one example of somebody overcoming was Adrian Peterson. But, you know, that's Adrian Peterson. Tony Pollard is a lot of things. AP ain't one of them. So that late-season injury has me concerned that he's going to have a little problem getting out of the blocks this year. You know what? Um, couldn't agree more with that statement about it's going to be a little while for him to get good but i'm going to invest because once he gets that acclimation adjustment period i think he's just going to boom 
The guy was just stunning to watch. He clearly was the better back to watch if you were watching any of the Cowboys fans. He just looked better than Zeke. I think once he recovers, I think it's going to be let those wheels fall off. Jerry Jones, you know, has him on the franchise tag. Uh, so I think that they're just going to just keep riding him and either decide to pay him a little bit or they'll just say, nah, we're not going to pay you. So run wild, my friend. Run wild. If they're RB9, I'm willing to spend there. Uh, I think he's a king, um, and I definitely would be comfortable as him being my RB1. So no issues for me. Uh, you know, I'll stay on the, on the trend, the king trend, if you will. Another guy um, I think some people might be high on, but some people are doubters, and that's going to be Alexander Madison. Um, of the Minnesota Vikings. He's going as a running back 21. So he's going to be your RB2. Um, if you can get him as RB2, I think that's a steal. I think he's going to be solid. Dalvin Cook isn't there. I mean, on the games Dalvin Cook was hurt and he was plugged in, I thought he looked spectacular. I thought he you know, burst through those holes. Um, and I see him getting all the opportunity. And I don't really know, you know, if they're going to really go as a tantrum, you know, a tandem as far as a running back duo. He looks solid for me. Um, you know, I'm happy to you know throw some price and go after him. What do you think about it? So, I mean, I get where you're coming from. And for me, again, I, I know I'm being a Debbie Downer this episode, but Madison's going to be another joker from the P's. And, you know, it's one of those things, yeah, Dalvin Cook is gone. But that offense, I don't think he's going to get as many touches as people were thinking. He's not a Dalvin Cook replacement. Like, they're going to they're gonna spread the ball out more. They got Jordan Addison, who's going to be a – excellent wide receiver too behind Jay Jettas. They've got Hawkinson there. They're, they're going to be passing the ball a lot. That's something that their, offense, their offensive head coach, I should say, I almost said OC, but their head coach wants to do. He wants to spread it out, run sparingly. I don't think he's going to get as many touches as, as Cook got, and that's why he's a joker for me. And In his range, I'd rather go for somebody like Damian Pierce or James Conner because I do think those guys are going to get the workload and they're being drafted similar to where he's going around the same draft capital if you're going in an auction draft. So that's why he's a joker for me. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. We'll we'll see. Fair enough. So the the next guy on our list is going to be uh, a king for me. I finally got a king. Trying to be the king, but the ace is back. But I think Jameer Gibbs is going to be a baller. He's going as RB17 right now. And I think that based off his draft capital, uh, capital, his draft capital and what the Lions are going to do, I see wide open spaces for Jameer Gibbs. I think they drafted him at 12 for a reason to use him. That's, that is a lot of draft capital. So Jamal Williams is gone, so that's vacating a bunch of touchdowns and I just I think with that offense they got their OC back one of the hottest OCs in the game they've got Amon Ross St. Brown who's going to be take you know they can't put it in the box because they got to worry about him so I I see Gibbs having a really good breakout season honestly he's a joker to me looks uh all that paint on his face he might be a clown because uh there's no way um is he going to be a king? He's a joker, 100%, and I'm going to look at it this way. They want him to be DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift never actually swifted to be the guy. Uh, Jamal Williams you know, had a stud year, 19 touchdowns, took all of that. You know who I think that's going to be? David Montgomery, former Bear, stud. He can pass block, he can catch passes, and I think he's going to get the goal line work. Um, so I'm definitely going to 
avoid Gibbs at all costs. I don't think he's worth it. I will pay, you know, $10, $15, $20 less for David Montgomery and hope that, you know, he has a Jamal Williams-esque season. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, I think he's a joker. But, you know, let's talk about another king that I'm excited to go after as well. And I think you're getting him at a discount this year. So pay attention. Alvin Kamara. They, uh, Adam Scheffner, I think, just released that he three has three games suspended, uh, which means that's a discount for me. Go after him. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan, and a couple of the people that they you know, have going on in that roster, I think they'll be okay. I don't think they'll be great. I think the expectations are too high. So I think Kamara is just going to be you know, winning that season. He's going to be back to like, hey, who forgot about me? I'm still the king. I'm still rushing. I can still catch passes. I'm going to get all the work. And I think you're going to get him at a, at a price. His average, you know, draft position is running back 28. Yeah. So if you can get him late and have him be your third running back on your team, man, you can plug that dude in when he's ready to go, and he could potentially be RB1 upside. Well, I mean, we're going to have to disagree again. I don't know what it is about these running backs that got us in a fluster, but he's a joker for me, and I'll tell you why. One, he's going to miss three weeks of suspension. Then he's got their bye week. So he's missing four weeks out of potentially 13 games in the regular season for you. That's over 25%. So that's a huge red flag for me. Now, everybody has bye weeks, sure, but their bye week is in the regular season, which, you know, so that's four weeks you're going to have him gone. Also, last year, he had four touchdowns. That ain't going to happen this year. And three of them were in one game. No. Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, I'm a facts over feelings guy. I know you get <laughs> caught in the feels all the time, but, you know, and, you know, he, the last two years, his uh, his advanced metrics have gone down as far as separation, breakaways, broken tackles, and he hasn't broken 900 rushing yards in the last two years either. So because of all those, that's, that's just too many red flags. You know, it's like that girlfriend in college, she was crazy. You know, just well, too many red I, flags. I do miss those red flags sometimes. I think uh, some people know. Your wife watches this, uh, so be it's careful. Okay. I uh, got that one right, but uh, I'll definitely invest in him. I think it's a discount. Again, I want him as my RB3, and maybe I can insert him up uh, with my strategy. I like wide receiver heavy anyway, so if I can get him, uh, I'm going to go after him. Excellent. All right, well, another good episode, Kingdom. Thanks for joining us. Colin, any last thoughts? Yeah, listen to me. This guy's got jokes, and uh, he's usually on the wrong side of them. Except for these trophies. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. All right, thanks for joining us. And remember, when you play fantasy, you play for the crown. Catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fantasy Football Kings. You can always reach out to us on Twitter at FFB underscore Kings or like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars.